You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Welcome to the Palace of Megapixels. This is Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo! Hello and welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I am your host, Stephen White. With me, as always, is my co-host, Lacey Finley. Ah, uh, happy Monday. Uh, man, what a weekend. Let me tell you, you know, <laughs> we, we, we complain a lot. I want to talk about this. I don't want to go into great detail, but I want to talk about this. We in the uh, gaming space talk about the mm-hmm. negativity Oh yeah, gamers and how they're just mean, hateful people. And it does appear that way. Yes, yes. Yeah, uh, I mean there are some good, good eggs out there, but you know there's just a lot of negativity. Mm-hmm. And you know I've always said that the horror community is so great and they're so positive. Well, this weekend they proved me wrong. Oh no. Yeah. Well, there's got to be some in every group, I guess. Because Halloween ends came out. And man, oh man, boy, the internet just went hog wild. They don't like it? No. I mean, there are the few, like myself, who enjoyed it, who got what they were trying to do. Then you have the rest of the internet who was just like, fuck this movie. Ah!" And I don't, I don't, I don't know why. Now, I can, I can guess why. I was going to say, you might know canon or something that might do well, something stray. Here's here's how I look at it. Now, apparently Halloween Kills, the one prior to this, mm-hmm. got hated on as well. Surprise to me. Like, okay. I didn't really look at any kind of um, reviews, I think, when that came out. It came out mm-hmm. on Peacock, same as this. So I just, as soon as it came out, I was like, I'm watching it tonight. And yep. I'm going to see what happens. Got to the end of it, and I was like, oh, my God. You know, like, I was, I loved it so much, and I was like, I cannot wait to see how this ends. And then ends comes out, watch it. And I I went in with kind of this pre-expectation, not that there was something I wanted to happen. Mm -hmm. But, you know, some people like to spoil things. Oh, of course. And a detail kind of came out, and when I heard the way it was described, I was like, Man, that's going to piss somebody off. And that's how I kind of laid it in my head. Now, it was going to make me angry if it was done in a way that felt wrong to the character. Because what I've always enjoyed about Halloween and Michael Myers is the realism of it. Granted, it can be a little... stretch that realism just a little bit. Mm -hmm. But he always feels like a man. He never felt supernatural. Even at the end of Kills, if you have or have not seen it, where he uh-huh. has like this moment of adrenaline and just starts going on a spree, uh-huh. I can still kind of buy it. You know, it's like I don't know his mental state. I don't, I've heard about the, you know, increased strength that people like that can have. So I sure. kind of 
put that into perspective and say that's what happened. Like he he just had a moment and it was like ah, and then mm-hmm. went ape shit. Yeah. And this film did not do what I thought it was going to do. Thank goodness. But there were elements about that that I heard that they played with. Uh-huh. Okay. I thought, and I think this is where the most of the internet got angry, I thought it was a fascinating character study. Okay. Because it was unlike other Halloween films. This wasn't a straight-up slasher. Mm. And we kind of focus more on a new character than we do old characters. But Ooh, okay. there is a reason for that, at least the way I see it. Because mm-hmm. I feel like they're trying to make parallels to where you start to question a lot of details and 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 how they're kind of breaking down this whole boogeyman legend mm-hmm. that Haddonfield has kind of been cursed with. I thought it was fascinating. I thought, like, there was never a moment when I was watching it from beginning to end that I was like, this is stupid or I don't like that. I was I was in it. Well, good. And I got yeah. to the end of it, and I was like, holy shit, that was satisfying. I, I, I really enjoyed it. Good. And I thought about it all weekend. The rest of the internet did. I mean, I say the rest, but a good chunk was just like, that was horse shit. This is stupid. The worst Halloween movie I've ever seen, which is an it's absolute lie. It's like they lie. think their opinion is the highest of opinions. Right. And that no one else, everyone else is a shit. I just love that anyone is so confident in their own thought processes to put it on the internet that if I disagree, it's stupid. Mm-hmm. And I just need to make sure all of you know that, but I'm just expressing my opinion out online and I'm allowed to. Yeah. <laughs> like, And what's funny too is, I mean, I even had a few Twitter friends that were just like, I'm so sick and tired of hearing the negative uh, yeah, comments like, against the movie, you know? And yeah. I, I'm, I'm with them because how I felt about it and how you feel about it. It's all subjective. Yeah, I there are I hate out of all the Halloween films, okay? And this mm-hmm. this is something I say absolute fact. Halloween Resurrection for me is the absolute worst Halloween film ever. Because okay. it's just ridiculous 90s 2000 2001 the one after that. Oh, okay. Like even okay. the beginning, like the moment it starts pisses me off because suddenly Michael Myers said you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna escape dying by swapping myself and my body with this other guy, and then she's gonna cut the head off of this guy who she's gonna think is me, but yeah. it's really not. And I've okay. already snuck away, <laughs> and I'm just sitting there going, "What the fuck?" Because the <laughs> way Halloween H2O ended, I felt to me was a satisfying conclusion to that saga. Okay. She, she cut his head off. Boom. Done. He's dead. Done. And I'm like, all right, perfect. And then they're like, mm-hmm. nope, he's still alive. And you're like, no. Yeah. yeah. And then that's why I think it's something supernatural because the abuse those guys can take. Yeah. Well, and no. Think about it. How old would he be by now, though, for realsies? And I think that's the other part that people had a problem with was how he was portrayed because when you first see him, he's weak. Uh-huh. But. That's exactly what I put in perspective. I'm like, he's 65-ish years old. He's had a long run. (laughs) Yeah. Think about it. Think about it in context from the last film. The last film, he got the hell beat out of him. Uh Like, shot, beaten, stabbed. Sure. 
He got away, sure. But I think after the adrenaline wears off, he's going to feel that shit. So, yeah. Yeah. So, when you see him and he's just, like, struggling, you're like, yeah, he's old. He's injured. I don't think he's got much gas left in the tank. I feel like a 20-year-old getting beat up like that's still going to walk away a little haggard. Right. So I don't care how old you are, but that's not going to (laughs) help. So, I, I feel like a lot of that is part of the problem i don't know and I, I, all i've heard is it's garbage i've never heard reasons why they think it's garbage oh so they don't present any kind of examples no. as to why they didn't like it oh okay no, well then they, that's that's useful or at least i didn't see any there okay. there might no, be a tracks. few out there but i personally didn't see anyone say hey i didn't like this movie because and here are the list of problems it's always that movie was stupid or that movie was shit and i'll never watch it again this whole trilogy was garbage but again (laughs) i posit that if you felt the lack of michael myers in this film was a problem i honestly feel like that's what they were trying to do with kills they were like look we we know where we're going with this and there's mm-hmm. going to be a lack of him here. But we're giving you all of it in kills. He's going to be a killing machine. Do you think they're setting up a new killer? No, 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 no. This story is done. I, I will say oh, that. Okay. I don't want to spoil anything. But Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. The, okay. The Hall- They've wrapped up this one. Yeah, the, the title, Halloween Ends, that's fitting. Mm-hmm. It's It's done. So if they wanted to play with this idea again, they're going to have to do another branching timeline. Or they're going to have to do... Uh, or just a full-on reboot in some other way. Mm-hmm. Me personally, and I was even talking to Katrina about this. I feel like it should be done. You know, I yeah, I, like I love Michael Myers. I, I love Halloween. I love these movies, mm-hmm. but I think it's time we move on to something new. Let that sure. saga be done. Let it mm-hmm. because you you've already branched out into so many timelines. <laughs> Well, yeah, I feel like that movie's been going as long as I've been alive in some form. Yeah. Uh, I mean, 1978, when the first one came out. longer than. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. So, I I just, we have have other filmmakers who are creating their own horror icons. Mm -hmm. I think this is one of those characters who needs to be retired. I would love to see another Jason movie. You know, another Friday the 13th. But a part of me feels like he is, too, another character that needs to be retired. A lot of these characters had their run. Now, if they can find a way maybe to reinvigorate and tell a story like this, where it would Mm -hmm. be interesting. Friday the 13th, I don't really feel like has a lot of introspective you can do with (laughs) the character. Um, So that might be a stretch too far. Even Nightmare on Elm Street... Because I've I've been hearing rumblings about that too, where uh, Heather Langenkamp, the one that played Nancy, she's yes, like, I'd love that to. She wants to have one more shot at it. Yeah, I which, saw that. Again, how do you do that and not just copy what they did in Halloween? That's what I'm so. I think that's the thing that bothers me, especially after Texas Chainsaw Massacre did a blatant ripoff and was horrible. Oh, yeah. And I'm a huge fan of that as well. Um, and I'll even tell you point blank, that movie was shit. According to Steven. Though, According to me. I don't like it. Berate because... someone else who liked it, because fine. And 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 that was actually the biggest thing that I was trying to say. If it I tried to stay off the internet and say anything about this movie. 
Uh, in fact, if you listen to Horror Ramblings Friday, uh, mm-hmm. get into a greater detail, longer explanation to mm-hmm. that trilogy. Because it is divisive. Some people mm-hmm. like it, some people don't. And that's okay. You, yeah. there are, just because these movies didn't resonate with you, I understand they're the new thing, but just because yeah. they didn't resonate with you don't mean they don't resonate with someone else. And maybe you like some of the, the schlockier stuff that other uh-huh. people don't. Yeah. You know, it's okay. It's, it's okay. okay. If everyone, like I've said for how long, if everyone liked the same thing, it would be pretty dull in this world. You'd have yeah. one movie. You'd have one type of food. You'd have one libation. You'd have one car to drive. You know, like, just because you don't like it, that's fine. It's okay yeah. to go find something you don't. And it's okay to let people like those things, too, if yeah. you don't happen to like them. You know? Yeah. Now, I don't it's know. It's subjective. I don't know if this was planned, but it was a detail, a little detail that some unless you're a huge fan, would pick up on. And it it might seem weird to think that it was, like, known ahead of time, but I also feel like maybe they knew. Mm -hmm. The the font, as weird as this may (laughs) say to to bring this up for uh, for this Mm -hmm. movie, the font they used in each movie represented a reflection of one of the originals which I didn't quite pick up on. In the first one, you kind of look at it and it's like, oh, yeah, that kind of looks like like that. Cool. Mm -hmm. And then this one, the font looked much different. And I'm looking at it going, did they use... And I had to... My brain was sitting there processing it for a minute. And I was like, that's Halloween 3's font. Like the original Halloween 3 that did not have Michael Myers that was so reviled by people when it came out. Yeah. And I thought, huh, that's interesting. I think they did. And sure enough, mm-hmm. I, I looked it up, and they did. And I was like, man, isn't that funny? The one Halloween movie that people hated back in the 80s when it came out because it didn't have Michael Myers mm-hmm. is also reflective of this other movie that does have Michael Myers, but not as much as they would want. And sure. it's now just reviled and hated. And I was like, wouldn't that be funny if, you know, 20, 30 years down the road... Oh, sure. It finds its audience. I find with a lot of these, they start to get a cult following mm. that, yeah. I mean, we. I was, without, like I said, I don't want to talk into great detail. If you want to go hear that, Horror Ramblings yeah, this Friday. Check on that, absolutely. Um, it's, it was really, really amazing what they did. And, and okay. I applaud the filmmakers for doing something new. I think that's the other part of it that, that really... It's, it's almost like the Last Jedi problem is mm. you had a filmmaker who said, I'm going to take a big swing and I'm going to do something drastically different. I'm going to do something that you're not going to expect with this franchise. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be jarring. But if you just take a moment and realize what they're trying to do. Or just appreciate that as its own medium and yeah. the story that person was trying to tell. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've had issues in my own brain doing that before, though, too. So, yeah. So self reflection. Go back to it and go, hey, just make this its own medium and, and right. start from there and see how you like it. I mean, I'll even admit, uh, like I was talking about with Halloween three, I wasn't a fan of it the first time I saw it because, and it wasn't necessarily because it was lacking Michael Myers. It was just like, what the fuck is this? Like, I, my yeah. brain wasn't processing it yet. 
Like I wasn't sure what I was watching. And with some reflection away from it, I mean, I've got it on 4K now, you know, I, right? I appreciate it for what it is, you know, I yeah. even have Halloween Resurrection on 4K now. And that you. was a, I think you just have a collection problem there where you're well, just no. like, I want I w- the series, this got added, so I need it. All right. So look, I didn't have a choice <laughs> with you didn't have a choice. Resurrection because I didn't sell it separately. Okay. Oh, like it, was, it came with another. Yeah, movie. it was like here we're gonna give you a box set with six, seven, and eight. Own. And I was like, hey, could you? Could I just get the two? Could you just leave? No, and it's all a set. And they knew. They knew that's yeah. how they were gonna have to get rid of it. It's <laughs> like just put it in the set. Sub sales on this. Yeah. yeah, we we can't just because no one will buy it. So they just slapped it in the set and said, just there you go. Yeah, you're stuck with go. it now. I mean, everyone has to have it, whether you watch it or not. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I want to talk about two things uh-huh. real quick outside of that. One, I know we probably talked about this when it started. And I just wanted to kind of bring it up since the season ended. Was Beavis and Butthead's revival on Paramount Plus. Oh, yeah. I've had a lot of fun with it. Like what they've well, tried good. to do and, and just kind of modernize while still kind mm-hmm. of still maintaining who they are but bringing them into a modern day setting i think a lot of the tiktok and and uh music videos and stuff that they watch even reality shows when they do Uh the segments have been hilarious in fact the reason i bring it up is the segment they had in this last episode the finale Mm -hmm. like took it a step that we've never seen and it was so hilarious because they were watching the show that I've never heard, maybe you've heard of it, uh, called Ghosted. I think it's on MTV. I'm going to assume that's what oh, channel then, it's yeah, on. Oh, yeah, totally. Okay. No, no. So I guess the pl- the premise of the show is a couple had a falling out. One of them ghosted the other. And then they bring them back together to talk about why the one person ghosted the other. And okay. they have to hash it out or whatever. Weird premise but whatever so it's I'm like sure a reality it's, show yeah so kind of set up okay yeah so they they set these two down and they're just you know beavis and butthead is kind of talking in the background about what the show is and then butthead mm-hmm. kind of explains it and he's like okay and he's like well i'm curious to see what reason he would have to it was a dude ghosted the girl mm-hmm. and they're like well i'd really like to know why he ghosted this girl you know i mean i wouldn't ghost her and they were just talking yeah. about how you know he, he sounds ridiculous so what reason would he have yeah. To ghost Well, in Beavis's head, why would you turn down any female? Probably? Right, right, right. Right, right. And he, exactly. he just, he couldn't understand it. Well, <laughs> the guy says, you are a sex maniac. And Beavis goes, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> and he's just trying to process what he just heard. He's like, so uh-huh. you're telling me that he broke up with her because he was getting too much sex. Mm. and he just mm-hmm. blew up. He was like, I just, I can't wrap my head around it. I'm not getting any. There are people around the world not getting, and you're complaining because you're ah! too much. And he attacked the TV. <laughs> he just went apeshit on this guy, had a rant, and then just oh. <sighs> feels yeah. better. Like he just had to get yeah. it out. And I was like, that was hilarious because we've not seen that kind of reaction to that effect 
to where they destroy the TV in which they're watching in the moment. So blatantly obvious in his face, you know, that, wait, yeah. what? Yeah. because This it, is content now? The fact that he kind of held his head, just going, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> that was... <laughs> that While alone. he was trying to process this, <laughs> yeah. wait, wait, wait. She's like, What's wait a, changed wait a in second. 2022 from the 90s? Right. Yeah. So, I, again, I've had a lot of fun with it. They've they've really played around with the premise and a lot of the ideas. They've done not just them uh, in more modern settings. They've done old Beavis and Butthead to kind of show what that would be like. They've oh, done yeah. solo Beavis episodes, which I've kind of actually found kind of amusing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just, I'm yeah. kind of hoping it'll come back for another season and I'm looking forward to seeing what else they could do. Cause it, it's just been kind of a nice revival. Funny mm-hmm. enough, the fact that they've brought this back, I was actually um, looking at some bag boys at uh, the grocery store the other day and man, they look like they stepped out of the nineties and I was like, Oh, okay. I guess this well, is we a have an upgraded pay since then either. So why should the uniforms? Sure. It was just weird. They had the hair. They had the look. And uh-huh. I almost felt like I heard the, all right, man. You know. Just all a, things old is new again. Yep. Yeah, uh, it's been <laughs> 30 years, so I guess it's time for it to recycle. Yeah, almost 40 years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, I guess we get like eight more years. Or so. yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, there was that. Uh, yeah. And then speaking of that, I wanted to hear your opinion on this. Because I had oh, an idea. Okay. And if okay. and if someone would pay me to do this, <clears throat> I would gladly do this. Okay. So, I may have told you uh, that I've been kind of rewatching the Golden Girls. Love the show. No, you so, didn't. Okay. But okay. Solid yeah. choice. We've been yeah. rewatching the Golden Girls. I, uh, you know, I've been getting a lot of good laughs out of it. But then it it occurred to me, and I'm sure I've noticed this before, mm-hmm. but there was just something that hit me one day. And it were the tropes, the tropes of the time, the sitcom oh. tropes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. you have to have an episode like this. You have to have an episode about that, and it's the same episode you've seen in all these other sitcoms around that same time. That yeah. all, for example, uh, Sophia gets sick, and then they worry that Sophia's gonna die, and then by the end of the episode, Sophia's like, I'm back, baby! And she's okay. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, oh, she had gas or whatever. It was something right. so ridiculous. And yeah. you're like, all right. Simple little episode, you know? But mm-hmm. you've seen it in all these other episodes. Or the episode Since, yeah. where one of the characters is like, hey, um, something's happening and I'm going to have to move away. And then they all have to grapple with the idea of this person not being here anymore. Mm-hmm. Seen it in all of them. And then by the end, oh, well... Everything's fine. I'm staying. Yep. Woo. Yeah. So I had an idea. Make a sitcom that starts out just like one of these sitcoms. I mean, exactly like one of these 80s sitcoms that have the tropes and everything. But for every trope, you go the opposite way. And then you have to follow through with that. With the ending for that or with the resolution so, for that. If yeah. that character dies, you have to continue Done. on. If that character leaves, you have to continue on. Whatever that trope is, it would be this big moment. Mm-hmm. You go the opposite way, and you have to deal with those consequences and move on with the show. 
would be interesting, but my God, would you be like terrorizing the writers? Oh yeah, You'd almost ha- it, it, uh, they would almost probably not even add such huge complications at that point because they'd be losing characters. But that would be the that would be the way. I mean, think about that, it. True. I mean, I don't know if those kinds of sitcoms are really as popular anymore. I mean, I see some no. trying, but you don't really see the live format. No, no, as I think nearly as much. Um, so. It might not be a, a show that could last more than a year. It may not year. be able to do single cam like that. That It almost would feel too traumatizing for it to be a live one mm-hmm. and then to have such, you know, unsatisfying resolutions, I guess, to each thing Yeah. in an alive format that almost would have an extra layer of weird to it. Yeah. I don't know how I would describe the feeling, but you would expect such light levity with a single cam mm-hmm. live. And then to do that, that could be interesting. I think it would be. I think you'd even mm-hmm. have to market it like one of these sitcoms to the point where people are going to be like, do just don't put it on me? ABC. It'll die way too early. Yeah. But you, you, you just kind of market it in such a way that people might be turned away and I'd hate, oh. I'd hate for that to be the case, but you'd want people, you're, you're trying to also entice them in some ways like, hey, look at this sitcom. It's a great, fun time and you're going to have mm-hmm. a lot of fun. And people are like, what the fuck do I want to watch this for? You know, mm-hmm. this throwback to shit that I already saw. And then right. the ending is where you twist everybody. You're like, oh, what? Like they don't see it coming. Like they're, they're seeing all the tropes uh-huh. play out and you're like, yeah, oh yeah, I see where this is going. I've seen this. Uh-huh. But if you stick if you it out, get them to stick it out through the end. Yeah, yeah without then you're gonna it off like I've seen this. Yeah, mind blown. One mm-hmm. of those things. So I don't know. It could be a hard sell, but just a thought. I, I, had. I could see it as like one of those, uh, like a sketch, a weekly sketch thing or something. Yeah, yeah maybe. Because yeah. I think once you've done it once or twice and people are on to you, it might be a little harder to keep the the clincher at the end. I yeah. don't know. That's true. That could be a cre- a creative uh, endeavor for a writer. Mm-hmm. I think so. To figure out how you could keep something going, even just one season. Yeah, just to see if even just one season. One season. Because I feel like you you probably get locked into a corner because of that. Because you've you've deconstructed you destroyed everyone's lives. Yeah, you've torn all these tropes to shreds, and it's like this is the reason the shows last for nine seasons. It's because right. we have to go through this. Everything gets resolved. Right. It's <laughs> like all right. Everyone would be fired every day. Yeah, we'd be moving on. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I would. I, it just depends on how you could how you could pull it off in a plethora of people to be able to like, I guess, blow through. In a mm-hmm. season. We just have to get a smart writer's room, that's all. Right, right. Uh, What have you been playing? So I actually went back and uh, decided to get some achievements on some FMVs that I didn't (gasps) get before. Because I think playing 10 dates Mm -hmm. got me going, did I? Did I get all of them on five dates? And since I really wanted more of the rom-com funness, but the demo cut me off, you know, as Mm -hmm. it does. Uh, So I went back and played five dates and got... um, I think I had two achievements left on that one. So I got to see some new video and a resolution for one of the dates that I hadn't seen already um, because I didn't bother to try to fail them all right mm. away. And that was an achievement to just like make it each date the worst possible possible date. And I uh, I, I, I got it. I did it. Nice. I made it. Made it real bad. Achievement hunting. <laughs> 
Yes, for FMVs. That's the only one that sometimes I break down for because usually that means I'm getting new video or new parts of a story or something like that. Um, but if it's just like a grindy thing to collect all of these things, yeah, <laughs> go fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> that's kind of how I feel about those. If you like to get them, by all means. But nah, once I'm done with the story and I've seen them all, I'm usually pretty good. Uh, <clears throat> and I want to say I still cannot find not want to say I still cannot find one more achievement too and it's all on it's all Paul Rashid stuff so I don't mm. know why I can't find it on the gallery I'm still missing one um but maybe I need to slow down and just play it fully through again because I got into the habit of I've seen this video and I'll just skip it yeah. you know and then I I, I might have missed a hint or something there so I probably need to just slow down and commit to playing another full <laughs> listening paying attention because they could still throw some stuff in there that I you know might have been slightly different but I didn't notice unless you were paying attention to all the dialogue you know sure. um and then outside of that I re-downloaded RimWorld because they had an update so I wanted to see what that was all about and it looks like it's a lot of UI stuff mm-hmm. I didn't realize they were prepping for a new DLC I kind of thought we were done with new content for it. So I'm thinking it's a preparation patch update for new stuff that'll be coming if you want to buy the DLC because you add more stuff, you probably need to add more UI things and make it a little more streamlined because you're going to have a whole lot more stuff coming in. So just poked around with that to see what um, was new with the update. And then we all have to wait it out again until our mods work. Right, right. I thankfully didn't really use a ton of mods in RimWorld, so my I'm I'm safe. I just used some UI tweak stuff that I liked because my old eyes sometimes just can't handle a lot of this stuff anymore. So I rearrange it to how I like it. Get the font just so I, <laughs> I like <laughs> it. So most of mine is just UI uh, mods that I use just to make it kinder on my eyeballs. But Ooh, uh, there's a couple of. Um, you know, gameplay mods that I had in there, but nothing so, so disheartening in my life that I just couldn't be bothered to play the game because all of my mods were broken, you know, right. <laughs> uh, which some people do. They're just like, I'm over it. I do that with some games. If I have to mod it to make it fun, I will not take your update until my mods are cleared. Mm. So the, the people creating was like, yep, compatible. And then I'm like, cool. Now I'll go download the, uh, the update. Um, and then played Slay the Spire on Steam Deck in the living room. The hubs was out of town. Oh, nice. So I just like watched all sorts of garbage on TV that I knew he wouldn't have enjoyed, you know, in the living room and then played my deck everywhere because it didn't matter. <laughs> and, you know, just like took advantage of the last couple days because I'm pretending like I get denied anything I want to do when he sure. is here. But, you know, <laughs> you got to be fair. Yeah. I play my PC, he plays the PlayStation. So since I had both... At my disposal, whenever I wanted, at whatever time of day, I did. I ended up watching a bunch of stand-up on Netflix that I knew he probably wouldn't like, you know, and just kind of went through all that. Uh, which, by the way, Elijah Schlesinger's new one actually had me rolling pretty good. Okay. And she was always hit or miss for me. I never right. hated her, never loved her. It just kind of depended on the special. Um, I don't know. Chicks might like chick chicks might find it more funny if you know what I mean when I say that, right? Um, because she does do a lot of callbacks for people who grew up that way, elder millennial, 39 years old, you know. So, um, but yeah, I found it hilarious. I'll just throw that out there, okay? If we have any uh female listeners that uh might find it more fun, I don't, I think dudes would find it fun too, but there's a lot more stuff that probably we would get Perhaps. a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> But what about you? What have you been playing? 
I uh, just only played the Avengers. I beat the main story, so oh, there you go. Now I'm debating on the uh, the DLC stuff, like the Hawkeye and the Wakanda and the Spider Man. I mean, I I do want to play it, but eh, you know, I feel like yeah. I don't know. There was a moment where it was actually yesterday. Matter of fact, I just started thumbing through the PlayStation Plus library, all the games that are, are at mm-hmm. my disposal. And I wasn't looking for anything particular, but I think I was just looking for something that would be maybe something I've not played before. I don't know, maybe just like a, a type new of, type altogether, something different. Yeah, or just something that I haven't played in a long time. Mm-hmm. So I, I I kept looking for like I, obviously I added a few uh, that I have wanted to play. And I felt like I had added these already, and maybe I, I didn't think about it. it. Was just like the uh, dark pictures anthology or whatever. Oh yeah, there's a few on there now from that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know that I had added those at one point, and I was just kind of thumbing through. And then I was really trying to eyeball indie games, and I found yeah. a few that I don't ever remember hearing about. But then I would look up information about it. I was like, okay, well this looks like this type of game, but. Mm-hmm. What kind of game is it? Like, I'm trying to remember one specifically that I looked up, like I really dug deep into. And I cannot remember the name of it for the life of me. Shit. Sorry, my brain's wearing off. Well, I'll see if I can find it on my Google search because I know I searched it. <laughs> but okay. it, but was, it was an indie game on there? Okay, here it is. Uh, there were three, matter of fact, that I dug up. There was one called Aragami, which I almost feel like I remember seeing stuff about. But mm-hmm. I didn't, I've never played it. So I looked into it. it seemed interesting. So I was you like, I right. like that one, actually. It looks, it's more of like a strategy. Yeah. I played it for a minute, but mm-hmm. I, I didn't get totally into it. But yeah. Yeah. And I saw that, it, you know, it said something about you could uh, do co-op stuff. And I thought, all right, well, that, that could be kind of fun. I don't know, mm-hmm. but it could be. Then there was another game called Nine Monkeys of Shaolin. And it sounded like an old uh, beat-em-up game. Like, I guess... Final Fight and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I thought, okay, maybe. But, it I mean, graphically, it looked more impressive than that. So I thought, perhaps, maybe. I mean, it seems like a nice throwback, so yeah. I might give it a look. But there was this other game called Moonlighter. And that was the one that kind of caught my eye the most. Because it had this kind of top-down Zelda-esque vibe to it. But you're a shopkeeper. And you... It almost sounded like you had to manage your, your shop in this town, but then you also had to go out to dungeons yeah, okay. and get stuff yeah, for I your shop. Yeah, I just wanted to look up some stills so I could see what you were talking about. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, based on the way it sounded to me, I was like, holy shit, this is a great idea. Because one of my all-time favorite uh, aspects in, in an older game is Dragon Warrior 4 or Dragon Quest 4, depending on where you want to. It was localization for us. We called it Dragon Warrior. Dragon Warrior 4 on the NES, each, the game was cut up into chapters, and each chapter you followed a different character until they all met up in the final chapter. Mm-hmm. Chapter 3, to me, was one of the, one of my all-time favorite chapters, because you played as a shopkeeper, and at the beginning of the game, you started in the shop. You were behind the counter, take, you know, selling stuff to people, mm-hmm. buying stuff from people, and you were just running your shop. And then later on, 
you had to go out. You had to go on the adventure. But you could always still return to your shop, sell stuff. And I I don't know. It was just like, this is a cool little idea. It's something simple. It's nothing big and like groundbreaking. But for an NES game, at the time, it was something new. It was like, holy crap, this is a really awesome little thing because it's changing the dynamic. I'm doing the Mm -hmm. thing that I'm always having to have someone else do for me. You know, I'm the shopkeeper now. I get to buy stuff. I get to sell mm-hmm. stuff. And it was just neat. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what this kind of reminded me of when I heard the premise. is like, you're a shopkeeper. Mm-hmm. But it obviously sounds more involved and more detailed about how you would go about it, which, again, intrigues me a lot. Yeah. So, I don't know. I was just, I was trying to find something unique. That one mm-hmm. was definitely one that caught my, my eye. Uh, and funny enough, I found out it was like on all these other platforms because when I was looking it up to look up details, it was like, Hey, you can play this Netflix games is offering it to you for free. And I was like, I don't want to play this on my phone, you know? Right. I mean, I would do it if it was not on the PlayStation, but I mean, it's on the PlayStation. So why wouldn't I play it on that? Well, just download Netflix on your PlayStation. And or is it just the mobile game? It's the mobile part? game okay. part where you can do that. I know they have the interactive movies or whatever. Mm. I don't know how you find them unless you go actively search for it now. Yeah. Uh, there's a Headspace one on there now, siblings, yeah. if you want to meditate. Okay. Uh, I, I, I poked through it. I didn't do one. I just saw a new interactive thing. Oh, okay. But I saw it was Headspace. I already knew what that was because I've had the app before. Mm-hmm. Um, so there you go. If you want to do some interactive meditating on Netflix, uh, I mean, sure. you can. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I've honestly thought about meditation and thinking, man, you know, it probably might do me some good, but mm-hmm. I just don't think I have. <laughs> my, my Headspace is like, I, I'm too busy to not yes. do something. So mm-hmm. if you're going to make me sit here and do nothing and clear my head, which probably would benefit me in some way, I can't do it because I've got shit to do. And it I think, takes a lot of work. I did yeah. it for two months and my racing brain syndrome never could allow me to chill. It just ended up making me more frustrated because I'd be getting more mad at myself for constantly getting distracted. Yeah. Um, although I've been told that's not long enough. And I'm like, two months isn't long enough to like get some sort of better Mm. at all but i guess not i know i don't have patience so that's actively working against me as well but yeah it's teach their own i've tried many times i've had therapists even tell me to do it and i'm like how you tell me to clear my brain i don't know what that means (laughs) that doesn't make any sense to me the one time I went to therapy and I really thought I was going to get some help, and I did. I mean, they, they mm-hmm. taught me a few things about myself and made me look at certain elements a little differently. So I appreciate mm-hmm. that. But then when they started trying to push the Bible on me. Oh, no. Yeah. I, no. I, was I specifically like, no, asked for no. someone who's not going to do that. And I, I wasn't expecting it either. Like, I didn't get that vibe. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly it was just like, have you thought about bringing Jesus into your life? And I was like, we're done here. Yeah, just stand up and completely walk out. Yep. Like, nah, nah, He's like, dude, I didn't you. sign up for this. I want real tangible things I can use to help me, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe that's just me. No, no, I'm, I'm with you. It just <laughs> caught me off guard and yeah. I was really disappointed. I was like, I thought I got someone who was actually actively trying to help me fix my brain, not 
if they try can to convert separate me. those things, then fine. I went to use the science with me. You can believe whatever you want in your own life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Use the science with me. We we, we want yeah, to just talk about mental problem, not mm-hmm. Jesus problem. Yeah, no. Me no want that. I mean, I'm here mostly because of Jesus problems, so. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> Let's talk about that, sir. Mm-hmm. Why I'm in therapy. 193. <laughs> <laughs> Church. So, did you have any headlines you wanted to, to talk about? Any news stories? There was a couple of things that caught my eye that I thought it might be fun to chat with you about. Okay. We'll see okay. here. Um, I would like to know a little bit more. It sounds really early, but did you see the creators of Invincible were announcing they're making a video game? No. Yeah, there's not a whole lot that I could find. So, it just sounds like, you know... Uh, Corey Walker's like, hey, we're doing this thing, and then left it. Mm-hmm. But I was trying to read a little bit more on it, and it's from Skybound Entertainment, obviously. So mm-hmm. I'm imagining, do you think it would be like how their other style of games, like Walking Dead or um, crap, what some of the other ones? Did they produce The Long Dark? I don't remember. But, you know, it's more of those, like, choose-your-own-adventure type yeah. kind of games. And... I'm not opposed to that idea if it's a good story, but what do you think? Because he didn't say much. He just said 2023 is going to be a good year for Invincible fans all around. So I don't know. I mean, I feel like that would be the easy route to go, but I would really like to see them do something different. Sure. And I don't really know what genre of game you would actually actively be trying to do with that character because we're talking about the Superman syndrome where you have a character like Superman in some aspect, Mm -hmm. but how do you... What were the twists? Yeah, Yeah, how how do you you do that? that? How do you play with that? I wonder if it would just have to be more complications with... uh... His friends and family and his like, well, I guess not really family. Yeah. Well, sort of family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, dad, at least for sure or whatever. But, you know, maybe with other friends and family finding or friends. I keep saying friends and family. Family already knows. Uh, friends finding mm-hmm. out who they are or hmm. I would like some action, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I really would because I mean, well, and I'm also basing it off of the anime. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. I watched uh, for the Invincible, I read eh, maybe one or two of the books. Okay, so I don't have deep knowledge of right. the, the the canon or whatever. But um, yeah, you could have some really fun, awesome scenes with the material for sure. sure. So I am hoping it wouldn't just be QTEs, but yeah, kind of yeah, wondering if they would stray from that kind of formula. And you know, I'll even be honest, I I think. We need to get beyond that, that Telltale-esque gameplay, because mm-hmm. I never did finish the final season of The Walking Dead. Like, I I did start it. I was intrigued by it, but I just stopped, and I realized I never went back. So I feel that I course. just was not... I don't know. Like when I played it, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this. I remember how that goes. And I don't know. I was just not enticed enough to come back. And I hate it because I, I did want to finish the story because I love the characters. But I'm 
I don't know. Needed a little more action for you to keep you involved. I guess I just. I I'm, feel I'm, like I started off with it super into it. Season mm-hmm. one, couldn't put it down. You know, I, I was actually waiting for each yeah. episode. I, 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 I bought in early. And I want to say season two even. And then when they started doing the the, the split offs, mm-hmm. um, like the standalone ones with uh, Michonne and yeah. like a 469 days or something like that. I think I played those two. And then after that's when I started to drop off. Right. Where maybe I had just gotten tired of it at that point yeah. or something. I, th- I don't know. I think it's. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to say it's the gameplay, I, but I, I feel like that's what it boils down to you know mm-hmm. you're if if this was a show or if this was an animated series i probably would have watched every episode i'd have been done mm-hmm. I, i'd have gotten my conclusion but you're making me play this story and i i'm kind of in the mood to to play a game not watch a story well, and press yeah. buttons you know yeah. i don't know no that's, that's fair um well i guess we'll just have to wait and see it makes it sound like we'll hear more about it in 2023 and also was teasing that there was just like a whole mess of invincible stuff coming out so i'm mm-hmm. wondering if that's when the next season's finally coming out too because it's been a minute yeah hadn't yeah. it like a year or two has quite been a bit it's... i know it's for sure been a year i feel since the last uh, episode i feel that i heard i don't remember who said it Someone had mentioned Invincible here recently. I think it was probably one of the voice actors. Is like, yeah, there's going to be news here pretty soon, so just hang tight. And I don't know if he was talking about that, or I think he was referring to the show. But okay. I do think it will be next year before we actually see the new season. Which well, that makes sense. It's already middle of October. Yeah. So. so but I'm looking forward to a couple it. more months to play with. So. I, I think he was. Again, I could be making shit up. I feel that this is the information right, that I like, remember. I feel this is a memory I have. I'm trying. <laughs> but I'm I'm almost positive he did kind of comment about the, the time gap that we've had from mm-hmm. season to season. But whatever the delay was, I think the plan is from here is to... It, the season yeah, should continue properly within, you know, a more... Uh, a shorter allotted time than than what yeah. we're seeing now. So fingers crossed that that's the yeah. case, but you know, shit happens. It does. Yeah. Of course everyone was like, Rona. And I'm like, yeah, but it's animated, so I wanted to be stupid. If you like, they're already in a booth isolated. <laughs> Get in there and record. No, you know. How? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People that I think I understand all of the things. But we'll keep our eye out. Maybe next year we'll see an invincible video game teased anyway, or we'll have some more details about it other than them just going "Mm." Mm -hmm. Uh, oh and i did write this down i guess it's also the 20th anniversary of the original comics next year so then that makes sense why they would be amping up a whole bunch of new entertainment for you um and then valve registered a trademark called neon prime and again all i know but i i love everyone saying it's half-life 3 so i hope for your sake it is since nobody can let that go (laughs) it's true it's true uh, so the trademark only covered a registration for computer game software, electronic game software, video game software, and computer programs downloadable via the internet. So it sounds like a game, mm-hmm. I feel. Or do you think they would do another streaming service to try to compete? I don't feel that they would have the... There's no reason to right now. Yeah. So... I would I'd probably lean into the Half Life Three thing since they did 
recently well, they did, did Alex the... on VR. Yeah, so Alex... Does that count? Siblings, tell me. If you were a Half-Life fan, does that count for you? I felt bad for people who didn't have VR. <laughs> sure, and I think that's probably why I could see this being Half-Life 3, is to make up for those people who got to miss out. And again, mm-hmm. I don't know what the thing, if that's considered 3 or not. Right. But I know there are fans out there, and... Maybe this is kind of an olive branch to be like, all right, well, here's a game for you so everybody can play so you don't have to have the it's VR. It's a beloved series, man. I tell mm-hmm. you, people loved that game, um, both of them. So. Speaking of VR, uh, uh-huh. I, I don't know if this is on your list or not, but I was a little surprised by this. And it feels like it gives me hope that we could see this game on PlayStation VR 2, Iron Man got ported over to the new Facebook. Uh, oh, the Quest? Yeah. Or there was oh, some big... okay. I, I guess there was some big VR showcase with their new VR headset Maybe with or their whatever Meta the Quest Pro, whatever it's called. Yeah. yeah. But I saw Iron Man VR was listed on their uh, games. Oh, well, that's cool. I mean, that means I'm still never going to get to play it, but that's cool. But still... Yeah. That means that it's, it's shown... To go to another platform, therefore right. you can bring it over to the five to, to the new one. Or five, sorry. Yeah. Well, two, five, two, PlayStation 17, five. 38. <laughs> too many digits and sequels and prequels and uh yeah, I mean I had like some notes written about the MetaQuest Pro, but then I just wasn't sure because whether we really wanted to talk about it, because it's definitely not a headset really geared towards gamers at no. all. It's like as I was doing more reading about it, because Vaz did mention in the Discord, you know, I was like, Guru, what yeah. is this $1,500 price tag for what? What are they doing? And yeah, it is more for businesses and the AR that can be used with it and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Could you Wouldn't imagine it... that when you do your work eight hours in this freaking headset? Though? No. I don't know. But this is the world that that man wants to put us in. Here we go. We're going to be one minute. You can be playing a video game. And then the next minute you could be in a meeting with all your friends with legs. With that was the big announcement. Your avatars can have legs now. Yeah. Ooh. I'm so glad we have legs <laughs> in the virtual honestly world. Which is a step up because it always you just wanted that. Um, I don't know. I feel like VR chat had legs too, but I can't remember now. But why do you need legs? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know why he's trying so hard to get us all into this metaverse. I mean, I mean, I do know why, but um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe that day will come. Maybe we got to get businesses to be cool with people still working from home before you want to throw a VR headset on them to work from anywhere. And companies just can't stand. I can't watch over my peons all day long. I mean, think about this. What if? You know, we're all making fun of Mr. Robot, but what if he is secretly plotting? Like, he's a supervillain in the background. It's like, I'll get them all into the metaverse, and then I will rule the world! I absolutely believe that could be the case. Yeah. But you're going to have... There's something non-human about that man. But he's going to have to drop that price tag, okay? You can't get everybody into the metaverse with a $1,500 price tag. Well, like I said, I think this is really just geared towards like a certain type of business people that would have that kind of cash to throw around. Hmm. I mean, I, 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 I don't know. But if you're going to lock... I, I, someone as small fry as me in this world will never understand, I guess, how business corporate execs who would find use for something like this, you know? But if I don't gonna, know that world. If you're going to lock away all the corporate 
uh, heads into the metaverse. You're going to let all the, the crazies run wild out here, all the consumers. You know what, though? That's not a bad idea. Are I you mean, really just rounding up the heads and putting them somewhere else? That's a, okay. I mean, Facebook could then suddenly become the end-all, be-all company. <laughs> Where they took all the corporate execs. Look what I did for you, Zuckerberg for president. Mm-hmm. Suddenly he's a superhero. <laughs> right? I, I tricked you all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, we joke, but that could totally happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, this day and age. Uh, but I did want to chat with you about that tweet that I showed you from Alexandre S uh, mm-hmm. with that body cam uh, style game that he's doing using Unreal Engine 5. Like, what? Yeah, yeah. That was the- that was um, really impressive and eerie. Eerie how Be- accurate it is or real. I mean, someone, <laughs> I saw one of the comments, it was probably one of the first ones up the top, said, you know, I, no no offense, but this almost seems like, uh, what did they call it? A murder simulator. Like they used to say about certain games way back when, mm-hmm. you know, when. Oh, it's th- definitely going to have that feedback. Sure. I get a little scared because we're in, and, 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 and this is a small part of me. I'm trying to still say logical, but we're in such a day and age where people love to fabricate things. Mm-hmm. And the easier we make everything to look more realistic, like just how much more crazy we're all going to become over misinformation. Oh, yeah. I see things like that and go, oh, crap, the evil in the world that could get a hold of this, even though I realize it's awesome tech. Mm-hmm. It could make some really amazing games and, and things of that nature. But I'm also really worried about the nefarious people. And we're too stupid to really differentiate as a whole, as the human race. Like, as a whole, we're dumb in numbers. Well, I we're think smart by ourselves. I'd say the only saving grace at this point is still that uncanny valley that there is some element to it that you can tell is fake. Mm-hmm. Like, as you watch it enough, you're like, okay, I see it. I see it now. So it just feels a little but unnatural. We don't look at things that long. Right. We're but, very happy to pass along based on a headline we liked or, you know, something that quick knee jerk reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as the game itself, though, with the graphics and stuff, that is really impressive. And I think, honestly, horror game. Hello. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I felt like that environment would lend itself so much more to. It just the lighting and the even the fisheye lens, the the slight fisheye yeah. lens effects that it had right there, one hundred percent. I think for a horror game, um, and maybe that would be. Sure. Literally, all the person said was body cam style video game. We don't know any plot, any you know. But I mean, yeah, found footage type kind yeah, of yep. horror game, sure. Uh, but to the point of the guy kind of calling it a murder simulator. What do you call every Call of Duty game? Every Medal of Honor where you're fighting a war. Is that not the same thing? Maybe it's just a game they don't want to play. So it's stupid, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah I don't know. <laughs> that, 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 that argument can be made for lots of video games for the last 30, 40 years. Yeah, I was uh, just... Which is also what we've been saying. Like, will you shut up about violence in video games? Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. That one, though... <laughs> I think it would make me sick, though. I'll just put it this way. I'm not good with shaky cam anything. 
you make a full movie in it, I'm not going to watch it. Could be the best plot story I've ever heard in my life. But if you're just going to make me want to vomit the entire time I'm watching it, I'm not having a good time. So I do not do shaky cam stuff. So <laughs> I wouldn't get into it anyway. And could you could you imagine that in VR? Oh Holy my God, shit. I'd lose my chunk so quick. Yeah. No, and I'm not like as VR battle-worn anymore. So I th- maybe five minutes would be all I could last in it because mm. I can still remember one time. I I think Vaz and I were screwing around in VR chat or something, and we had found a room that you could put on wings. Mm-hmm. And so my character, I got up on there and did it, but I was holding the joystick forward and my whole VR body did like a flip. And I've never taken that helmet off so fast in all my life. My entire body, the equilibrium just got completely effed on it. <laughs> and I was like, I couldn't even put it, my headset back on to like close out the program because I was upside wow. down. I just so fast. I'm like, I'm just going to shut it off from here. I'll load back in. <laughs> So, no, I don't think I can handle it. You can't flip me around. (laughs) You can't flip me around. My brain will not understand. But, yeah, those are the only things that I saw this this week that I thought interesting enough that I wanted to to chat with you about. I don't know. Slow news week could be good or bad. Yeah. Could be good or bad. But I didn't see anything, like, really huge. Oh, Marvel Spider-Man, though, is coming to PC, for those who might be interested. November Uh, 18th was the date that I had seen – Oh, Miles that... Morales, sorry. Yeah, yeah, Miles yeah. Morales. I need to be more specific. The Miles Morales is coming out on November 18th. So if you're mm-hmm. excited to play it on PC, there you go. You don't got about, what, about a month to wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so for the next two weeks, you know, I, I'm, I really, really wish I had t- more time. You know, I really do. And I'm trying, people. I had a video this week. Should so be out busy. today. Uh, if you want to go look for that, Leprechaun versus the Wishmaster. Oh, that should have... Was that fun? You know, it, it was a little difficult because I had not watched... Like, it had been a long time since I... Well, I won't say a long time. Uh, how, Leprechaun 1 and 2 I'd watched fairly recently just because I was like... Whatever. Yeah, yeah, there it is. Flip what it What the hell? You know, I haven't watched mm-hmm. these in a while. Why not? Uh, but I don't ever remember watching any of the others. Mm-hmm. And Wishmaster was a series that I was aware of, but I don't think I ever watched because I think it released, or the very first one released at a time that you know I was sixteen, seventeen. So you know, movies were not really something I was focused on, even though I kind of was. But certain mm-hmm. ones, and it's like I remembered the trailer too. That was the other weird part is I saw a trailer for it, and it was how the trailer ended. Because Mm -hmm. the letters were, like, shooting together to create the title. And they even used, like, Star Wars sound effects. It was like, Wishmaster. And I was like, I remember that. Uh, I remember that. But I don't remember the movie. So I kind of learned a little bit. And it actually enticed me to watch the movie. Uh, Uh It's okay. (laughs) That's all I can say. It's okay. Well, what what year was it out? uh, 97. It's a... that's probably a good compliment, though. Then yeah, I mean, seven, it was okay. Like for for example, like one of the most interesting aspects of the movie is that it has so many horror icons in it; it's ridiculous. Like it has Kane Hodder, who played Jason. You have Robert England, uh, played Freddy. Okay. Tony Todd, who played the Candyman. Uh, 
Reggie Bannister, who was in Phantasm, even had uh-huh. uh, Angus Scrim, who was also in Phantasm, played the tall man. He was doing the narration at the beginning. Oh, damn. Uh, Ted Raimi's in it. <laughs> he oh, actually wow. gets killed at the beginning. <laughs> like, one of the first. Yeah. Uh, there might have been more. Uh, I don't know if you know the name Buck Flower. He, he's actually been in a lot of stuff. He's a real... If you know him from anything, it would be Back to the Future. He was the the bum on the uh, uh, the bench in the town. Oh uh, yeah, crazy drunk driver. Names. That's so impressive for me that you can remember names. Yeah, like it's he, a superpower. I hope you hold on to. I try, <laughs> but it, like I said, it's a it's a there's a great idea for a movie in there. I just felt like the execution uh-huh. was could have been yeah. better. It wasn't bad. It was just trapped in its time. Like yeah. if they were able to do something now with it, it would be a, a better flick or perhaps if you could kind of work out some of the kinks that it had. But I think another mm. problem that kind of made me lose interest is I couldn't find it on a streaming service that did not make me sit through commercials. Yeah. And I tried watching it on Freebie and I don't think I'll be watching another damn movie on Freebie ever again because oh, yeah. I would be like someone would be mid sentence and then commercial, <gasps> and I was like, "What the fuck, man? You couldn't find a better spot to end this, right?" So that it, I think that kind of took me out of it a little bit. So uh, fair I blame, though. yeah, I blame the the service for that. I should have yeah. went to Tubi or or. Well, no, you shouldn't. The person who's cutting it together should be intelligent enough to know to do it at some sort of little break or height. I know. You know, not in the middle of a conversation. Jesus but, you Christ, know, at, at least, <laughs> you know, but at least to be, I know when a commercial's coming. I'll give them credit for that. And I should probably just use, because they'll, they'll start a little timer up at the top, you know, like five, yeah. four, three, two, and. And they usually find a good cutting off point, which I appreciate. Okay. I was going to say time or not, if you're giving me in the middle of a sentence, I'm going to be upset, but right. yes. So. I, you know, I, I still kind of want to watch part two because that was also another one that I was kind of introduced to the main guy in that Andrew Devoff who played the, the Jin or Jin uh-huh. or however you want to say it. He's in that. And I really like his voice. You know, he's got this very interesting voice and in how he mm. says things. Uh, careful what you wish for. And he drags out his words. <laughs> but it's fun. It's just like yeah. he's, he's really interesting. So I might watch that. Just because I don't know if I'll watch the other two because I heard they're garbage and I don't. I've got limits. I don't know. Um, That's a series I've never, never yeah. watched. But yeah, in editing this, like it, it really kind of tested me a little bit because I felt so unprepared. You know, like with some of the other ones, I I rewatched some of the movies. Like I, mm-hmm. all the information was fresh in my head, but these I was just like, I don't know shit. So I was reading over the script for it and they would mention a wish here and a thing there. And luckily one of the, like the guy that wrote it, he actually gave me uh, the movie in which a certain wish was in. So if I needed that as a reference, it helped. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, there would just be times where they'd talk about their powers and their abilities. It's like, where the hell is this in a movie? You know, and now I have to dig this up. Like one of the things, (coughs) I think one of the, one of the, bigger struggles that I had was in they mentioned the leprechaun granting wishes and I was like when the fuck did the leprechaun ever grant wishes and apparently it was like a big plot point in part three I think that was the one I hadn't watched 
I think I'd seen two. Is that the one Jennifer Aniston was in? She was in the first one. Like one of her first roles? Okay, then yeah. that's the one I had seen. And then, so again, I hadn't watched three. I didn't know about the Wishes thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I was just, I had to figure out where all these little details were. Same with Wishmaster. I didn't have all like an entire movie to pull from. I had to like dig up clips and stuff to even find that. And they're hard to find. Oh, I bet. Like They're for, old, too. Yeah, but for whatever reason, I mean, you can find full movies of things on YouTube sometimes. Oh, I, I mean, trying to find... Like, I, I went so far, and this is how bad I was trying to dig up footage. I went so far as I found a video essay about all the movies, but in Hindi. So, I didn't have to worry about what they were saying. I just needed the footage. <laughs> Well, okay, there you so go. So it was just like, hey, if you're if you're talking about it and all you're doing is showing clips, but the worst part about that was I don't know who this person was, but they cannot edit for shit because oh. they did some of the shittiest editing that I've ever seen in my life. Don't know why they did that because I don't understand Hindi. And I was just like, all right, yeah. I'll just at least I have extra footage. I'll I'll see what I can do to utilize it. Like, there was mm-hmm. one shot that they had that was so perfect that complemented another clip that I had that cut off early. And I had to make them work, even though the video quality differed a little bit from them. I don't know. It was just, it was a nightmare. I didn't think I was going to yeah. get it done in time. And I, I just felt Did like my know? brain was trying to figure this out. Mm-hmm. But when I sent it over to my producer, mm-hmm. what did I get back? Loved it, I'm sure. He said, dude, you gave these B-movie icons an A-plus video. And I was like, come on, man. He's so... Let's just be rough to be so good. I mean, I don't... I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't like being. I would take it. Just be like, that's nice. You got someone to appreciate. No, I do. How good you are, you know? Yeah. But I get it. I don't know how to take compliments either. Yeah. I just. I've learned to just try to say thank you and move on. Even in my head, though, is the whole other story. <laughs> so I did no. I was really appreciative. I you know I even kind of looked over some of like I even noticed one issue that I had after I reviewed it because I'd noticed that the the guy who does the narration, if I can ever catch him messing up a word, you know, at first I didn't say anything and I was just like, uh, do I say something? Do I not say something? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And right. then. So now I'm kind of in the, like, after the first time it happened, I said, yeah, I heard it. I just wasn't sure if I should say something. So, but now, like with this one, there were like two lines where it's like he, he was going to say one thing and then he shifted mid word, you know, like sure. you, your brain's thinking of something else and you're like, mm-hmm. ah, 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 and you, you catch yourself. So well, I can't noticed, you just edit that out. Not in a way that it would work. Oh, okay. So I just figured if he can just re-record that one line, I can just plop it back in. Takes or just let him know if he messes it up, give it a two count and start it again. That way you can just like snip that part out, you know, like one, two, and then start the line again or something. Well, that's the part of it that I don't understand. And, you know, maybe I should ask, but I don't want to be. What their process is. or Yeah, because I feel yeah. like for for something like that, you would have heard that you would have caught yourself doing that and be like, shit, I need to make a note of that and come back and fix that. Because 
You can't tell me he's just sitting there. I mean, if the dude can do this, I fucking applaud him. Applaud. Like he's got it sitting right there and he just continues to read and doesn't screw anything up. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like I would, because I mean, me personally is just sitting here when I have to do stuff like that. Like the podcast or symbol stuff. I have my thoughts written out. Yeah. But at some point I'm reading and my brain and (laughs) my eyes Mm -hmm. don't see eye to eye. Mm-hmm. And I'll go, gub, 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 gub. Eric, one, yeah. two, starting it again. <laughs> exactly. So I edit that to, out so they don't have to deal with it. That's my oh, shit. Good. That, yeah. You know, and, you know, there are a few times that I've, I've not because I've not had time and I was just like, mm-hmm. shit, I'll just here you go. Because I know everybody Sorry else does it. it. I'm just trying to help them out. Sure. Yeah. No, I get that. So, I mean, that's how it seems to me. Like he has mm-hmm. he has done a reading he's given me just the basic bits and then that's, that's what idea. i get mm-hmm. if that's not the case <clears throat> again why are you not catching when you've said something amiss make a note mm-hmm. or re-record it i don't know what it is or if they legit thought they said it right mm-hmm. i don't know well you know? one well sometimes w- i i don't realize i said something wrong until i hear other people say it out loud like a word i've never heard said out loud i'm like oh crap yeah. But now I've said it this way for 10 years. <laughs> well, see, the one, like, one one of the lines, it was, like, I, I can understand where his mind was because mm-hmm. I feel like it's something I would have done, too. Where you say every day of the week or something like that. The line was every day of the year. But I think in his head he was thinking week. Sure. And he was just kind of rolling through it and... He, as he went to say week, his brain was like, no, year. And he was like, we year. And you just hear <laughs> the, the transition. Aww, and I was like, yeah. oh, okay. So I got that. I, I would have done it too, probably, if uh-huh. you're just your brain's not on the same. The other one, it was just, I don't know, it's like a slip of the tongue. Like he added an extra letter to the word. And I was like, did he just say See, that? you know what you should do is like somehow make that a fun joke. Yeah, <laughs> that would somehow like inside there, you know, where it looks completely intentional, mm-hmm. and you turned it into a gem. You know, there was a bit in there that I turned into a a joke, not to give away the video, but I don't. To me, it was a corny little joke, and I'm hoping people get it. And if you're listening to this, I'm gonna spoil it for you. Uh, I think the term was sometimes things don't pan out. And I found a clip where the leprechaun was dropping pans on someone's head. <laughs> it's a simple gag. It's a simple gag. Yep. But I'm hoping people pick up on it because it just, it goes Even through the floor. just two people smiled. There yeah. There you go. The rest of the internet. That was just stupid. Man. You, well. you know, I've actually tried to look up comments of the videos just to see what people say. And I mean. Oh, yeah. I've I've not heard anyone complain about what I do. <laughs> there you go. So, I mean, yeah. usually it's just like, well, I don't like this. Like, I've heard people bitch about the narrator. Like, Sean, the guy Sean, I mean, I think he's got a great voice. Yes, and, he does. But they're always just like, finally getting used to having to hear this guy talk. And I'm like, fuck you. Who said you had to? Yeah, exactly. Hilarious. Didn't know it was like clockwork orange for, for you. You're forced to sit there with your eyes pried open, you know. Right. Um, 
Yeah. No, I always ignore the the negative ones. I still every once in a while see comments on like some of my videos. And my God, mm. when was the last time I put anything up? It's been years. And right. it's usually always someone like, who do you think you are? And I'm like, I don't even know what that means. So just be, <laughs> you know, like, um, like right. a woman who played a video game she liked and did a review on it. That's what, who I thought I was. But, you know. Like, what oh. does that even mean? <laughs> While we're talking about comments, uh, yeah, we're going to go down this rabbit hole real quick. I want to <laughs> say something point blank. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who the fuck this person is, and they're getting on my nerves. Oh, okay. Every single time that I post a picture on Instagram of our mm-hmm. icon. Oh, God. Who's advertising? Every fucking time there is a new person. A new account. But yet it always says the same thing. And I can get one. I can get three. I've gotten a lot. But it always says, promoted on reality records. I don't know who the fuck that is. And I'm not promoting shit. They're just advertising on your tweet or your Insta. Yeah. Yeah. So what do I do every single time? Reported as spam and blocked that account mm-hmm. because I'm so sick and tired of this and it continues to happen. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah, even when I would post on Instagram, there would always be someone trying to advertise on it. But I don't understand what this is. Why is it, why are all these different accounts connected to this one thing? Because they keep getting banned and reported as spam, so they have to keep creating another account. So why is this reality records thing? Why are they not spam? Why have they not been reported? Because they're always the name that people are like promoted on this thing. I don't even know what it is. Yeah, we should go there. I'm like, are we promoted on that thing? We don't know who you are. Yeah. I'm just. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get people. The internet's just just, just a weird, strange thing. So if anyone's listening who happens to be that person that's doing that, stop. Stop. Getting on my nerves. I don't care about your thing. If you're going to help us out, sure, then we'll talk. But you're not. Yeah. You're just telling me to do a thing that you're trying to get me to do, and I don't want to do that. So stop. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. I tend to ignore those, too, but I haven't posted on it. Well, I tweeted, like, twice this week. I think I deserve an girl for that. You do. You did very, <laughs> very well. <laughs> I did better. I did better. No, I don't know if anybody cared, but I did do better. <laughs> hey, you did a thing, and that's all I did that matters. a thing. Uh, try to get myself on there while we're talking about i know we're we're getting off the rails here we're probably really done but i've got well at least we're doing it in a better version for y'all right yeah like now you could just stop listening knowing the ends the rambling for dude yeah who doesn't like the rambling so we put all the good stuff up front this time yeah what was his name woofy idea wubby (laughs) woofy that hard (laughs) see he's so unimportant we've forgotten who he is (laughs) exactly uh, I'm sorry if we insulted you. Uh, you insulted us. Mm, anyway. Probably not listening. <laughs> uh, d- did you see the trailer? I know we'd seen this before, and I guess for some reason I thought the game was out. And I don't know why my brain thought this, but apparently there was an official trailer for this game. It's coming out now. Consoles, PC. Choo Choo Charlie. <gasps> yes! We yeah. talked about that almost a year ago, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that's when the the original... Because tra- I, was, I was trying to figure out, I was like, did... Did this game not come out already? And then I was doing some. Yeah, I did some digging, and they were like, "No, no, it was about this time last year." A trailer came Mm -hmm. out promoting it, and I was like, "Oh, okay." So I did see something about it. It just didn't come out yet. Mm -hmm. So yeah, an official trailer saying it's going to be on all platforms. Right in time for spooky season. Oh yeah, this year, right? 
I uh, believe let's see, so. Rele- let's see. Choo Choo Charlie. Choo Charlie <clears throat> release date according to the interwebs. Mm-hmm. Uh, December 9th. Oh, oh wow. well, that's really not a Halloween. For Christmas. <laughs> All right. Well, sure. Choo Choo Charles will release on December 9th. There you go. I mean, um, you got to give it credit. It's <laughs> It looks messed up to all oh, yeah. hell, for sure. Yeah, like not in a bad way. Well, I mean, I guess that's up to you. Um, but yeah, it looks creepy AF. I don't know if it's a game I want to play, but I mean, I I, See, I, I think I'd give it a go. It over me. You know, I wouldn't be a, I wouldn't be terrified to try it. I would like to try it. But yeah, I know I'll watch <clears> it. I think Katrina would probably have a heart attack because it combines several elements of things that she doesn't like because Choo Choo Charlie has a clown face. Does uh, it though? Is it, is it clowny or am I just mm, am I thinking it is? I think it's just monstery. I thought it kind of had like the red and white kind of face and whatnot. Maybe well, I thought that was lighting, but you could be right. Okay. But well, well there's a clown-esque looking design yeah, to his face in bit, in yeah. a manner of speaking. Yeah. <clears throat> and then it turns into a spider. Yes. Now that's the one that I'm just going to be like, nope. Yeah. So I, yeah, I think all that combined. And if she had a fear of trains, I mean, this would just be like an absolute no. It's a night trifecta. <laughs> <clears throat> so uh, no yeah i think you're right about there's that, that. So, now that i see that but yeah oh wow what uh, weird that they would choose december yeah really you know <clears throat> i'm sorry for my <clears throat> i can't help uh, it i don't know what happened it's that time of, of year man so get all phlegmy allergies gross stuff in the air uh so real quick i guess to uh close out the show Mm-hmm. I did kind of throw because you know I was trying. I wanted to. I wanted to do something the rest of the year for Halloween, and I've had this idea for some history stories about Halloween uh, or horror games or something to that sure. effect. And I didn't have time because of the the video, mm-hmm. but hopefully next week I'll have a better story. So right this week I've got a very short story about uh, some games. And a thing that I didn't even know existed. I knew the games existed, but I didn't know the company behind it. And oh, okay. I found it to be kind of interesting. So I'll just kind of run through this. It's not very long, but Excellent. I just thought it would be fun. little story okay. time, yeah. So I don't know if you remember or not, but two horror games predate the games on the NES. Obviously, we would uh, naturally think something like Friday the 13th. It was a horror themed game or mm-hmm. you know based on a horror franchise you said it predates nintendo predates that game on nintendo yes okay. and even nightmare on elm street which i think came out after nightmare yeah, i remember 13th. those being on nintendo so did you happen to know that two other horror icons had games on the atari maybe because something sort of jogged a memory of that being a possibility, but I'm not mm-hmm. going to remember what it was. I bet if you say it, I might then go, oh, yeah. Because I well, had the Atari. I'm trying to remember. Way okay. back when, and I think this was probably, uh, see, I didn't do all my details. Of course, I couldn't find a lot on this. That was the weird thing about it. it had to be early it, 80s, maybe yeah. late 70s. So probably around uh, the 81, 82, mm-hmm. perhaps. Atari 2600 had two games released based on horror franchises 
I, uh, one technically wasn't a franchise at the moment. The other could be starting. Uh, Texas Chainsaw like Massacre and Halloween. Oh. Halloween, I think, was the one I kind of. But Texas Chainsaw Massacre, no, I did not know. Okay, continue. Yeah. So these games were released under Wizard Video Games. Have you ever heard of this label? It sounds familiar, but I don't know if it's just because it's been adopted by other companies and other things since then. I feel like I know, like Wizard World, Wizard this, yeah. As weird as it was, and this is why I found it fascinating, because some may know who these companies are and some may not, and hopefully it'll just educate or fascinate if you do or don't know it. So Mm -hmm. Wizard Video Games was a company that specialized in video games for adults, and they were meant to have violent content. Hence, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Halloween, you're going around doing all the killing If you're playing the monster, yeah. Sure. And this was during the Wild West of the Atari days. We know that there were other publishers out there like Mystique who did very, very adult video games and very, very garbage video games, too. (laughs) They can all go to hell. One game just makes me mad. Anyway... uh, Several of them make me mad. Because of the content and it's like what it, who is trying to attach to, there were a lot of retailers that refused to sell them. They did not want that stigma uh, attached yeah. to the store. They didn't want the controversy. So, so if they did, in fact, sell the games, they would put them behind the counter and you would have to ask for it. Kind of like if you're running porn where you had to go to the back room with the curtain. <laughs> Pretty much. Because of that, they didn't really sell all that well. And these were technically the only two games (laughs) Wizard video games actually released. Ever? Ever. Oh, wow. Okay. But now you would think, it's like, all right, well, that kind of sucks for them. I mean, they only got two and then they shut down. Well, what's fascinating about it is who was behind Wizard video games? Because there was also Wizard Video. Wizard Video was a home video distribution company. And they okay. did releases, VHS releases for Maybe movies. that's where it sounds familiar. I feel like I've seen a splash screen or something. Probably. Okay. So they did VHS releases of movies like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I Spit on Your Grave, Zombie. You know, okay. the one where his face is all like... And it's yeah. the Italian one. I always thought that was fascinating. Uh, the movie itself, not so much, but good, good, you know, good cover art. Sure. <laughs> so if you think it sounds familiar, or even if it doesn't, you might be interested to know that there were a lot of, this happened to be a subsidiary of another company. And have you ever heard of Empire International Pictures? I don't know for sure. Okay, well, as I go through this list, I will eventually come to a name that probably will click. Okay. Because there seemed to be like this ladder that was being created through this company. So Empire International, I remember seeing a few, like their name attached to certain movies. Uh Uh-huh. B-grade horror films, as we've seen before. They also did releases between 1982 and 83. Another company, Wizard, released stuff called, or like family releases under Family Home Entertainment. Now, if the name doesn't sound familiar, I guarantee you, you'd know the logo, especially if yeah. you watch some of those uh, 
family releases back then, all it said was F-H-E, and it would draw like a little crayon on the screen with this crazy little music like... Maybe, yeah. Like the very original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie I know was released under that banner because I remember seeing that like little F A E. It's like, okay, great. Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah. Uh, Empire also distributed other films under Force Video and Cult Video. <laughs> they just they were just all over the place. They're and then subs- subsequently, there was Spectrum Video, and they became their distribution partner. <laughs> and then in 1985, Empire revived Force Video and Lightning Video as a subsidiary of Vestron Video. Oh, Jesus. And then they agreed to distribute Force Video's releases, thereby distributing an agreement with Lightning would extend to Wizard in 1986. Then, in 1987... Jesus, this is such a short period of time. Yes. Oh, yes. This man moves fast. I haven't even gotten to the man behind it all. Oh, God. In 1987, okay. Empire formed a new division because all that shit wasn't enough. Right. Sounds like a shell game almost, but here you go. It really, really does. <laughs> So, in 87, formed a new division, Urban Classics, which distributed films both theatrically and subsequently on video. All this stuff. All this stuff. He was just throwing money around, trying to get stuff Mm -hmm. going. It really wasn't until maybe... All this collapsed, by the way. (laughs) Oh, did it now. You know, after you set up enough toothpicks, they're going to collapse under the weight of everything you're trying to do. But uh, I think it's a part of this person's history that people forget about. There were several releases that were actual productions of the company, not just, you know, VHS releases of other stuff. He was not involved in the making of the movies I mentioned before. But he did go on to create one of the most prominent B-movie companies that uh, actually (laughs) collapsed and did revive itself today. (laughs) Have you ever heard of the man, the myth, the legend named Charles Band? Mm -hmm. Charles Band was the man... That's immediately slipped my brain. It's okay. Charles Band was the man behind all these (laughs) companies and subsidiaries. schemes going on here. But the one that stuck the most would be Full Moon Entertainment. Behind sounds familiar. Puppet Master, Trancers, Subspecies, all these uh, B-movies that came out mm-hmm. straight to video sure. in the early 90s into the late 90s until that collapsed. <laughs> because, But in all honesty, that wasn't his fault. I will say that. Because if you take a look at the way that the video market was changing at the time... Mm-hmm. You know, VHS cells were down. I mean, like he came in and he like really, really uh, hammered in to the VHS craze at the time, and that's why all these movies were going straight to video. They were coming out, you know, just bam, 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 just pumping them out and putting them out. And th- I mean, they were thriving. I got caught up in it. Like I was always looking forward to the next VHS video release from Full Moon, mm-hmm. but eventually it just kind of slipped through my fingers, and like the actual you know, VHS craze, the video store craze, it collapsed because uh-huh. it became unsustainable. Sure. And, you know, <laughs> over, and over and over and over. 
Yeah, but here we go again. Full Moon Features, I think, is where he's at now. They're alive and well, streaming. Like so you, today, 2022, or today in your story? No, no, no. Uh, today. Today in 2022, oh, okay. Full Moon Features, is a, is a you can get a streaming service for it. You can watch all their old movies going back to the Empire days. I never realized, granted, as a, as a kid in the 90s, I was just, you know, the movies were what they were, and I didn't think, mm-hmm. I just thought that's... Horror That's movies. what we had then, so you didn't think twice about it, you know? Well, <laughs> it's just what it was. It was it was the content of the movies. The movies were no matter what it was, it could be a sci-fi story, it could be a horror movie, whatever, but it was gonna have blood and it was gonna have boobs. And oh sure. I was there for it. I was like, oh yeah. You oh know? yeah, boobies. Because I'm a I'm a teenage boy at the time, you know? Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah. They still uh, do that for, for, for all the, the grown men. Well, too. you know what? It's funny because he is the one of the few people in the industry and how he's not gotten canceled. I don't know. I'm not saying he's a creep. I'm not saying he's a creep. I don't know. Are we digging up 20 years ago stuff or like recent stuff though? (laughs) But no, I remember hearing an interview with him and I honestly feel like it was on the last drive-in where they had talked about the the content in the movies. There's a, Mm -hmm. there's a formula. You got the blood, you got the boobs, you got the beasts. You you Mm -hmm. put all that in and it's gold. Yeah. And he got questioned about it one time. I was like, do we need the nudity? And he's like, yeah. We need the nudity because that's what people are here for. And someone was just like, but eh, it just seems like he's like, yeah, who cares? Well, it's never necessary. Yeah. Honestly. No, it's not. Show me one boob scene where like the plot would have been completely lost had they not put it in and we would all be completely confused and not understanding what's happening. Mm-hmm. No, it's just for fun. It is. Literally. There's no reason. <laughs> Just I mean, one of, one of the last full moon features that I actually watched, I think it was a movie based off of one of the Puppet Master characters, Blade, and it was just okay. like a solo movie with that character. Now, I had not really kept up with some of the later entries because, and I don't mean to be like one of these, didn't look they got new people doing the puppets, and I... I don't know. I just have this purity thing where I look back to the old puppets and they just have this look and I love their look. And whoever's doing the puppets now, they just don't look the same and it just kind of feels mm. cheap. And, you know, I look at them and I'm just like, oh, man, you look so Nostalgia good. Nostalgia is a, a tough yeah. drug to beat, though, too. Yeah. So it's a little hard for me to watch these puppets when they don't look as good as they used to. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I tried watching this movie. It wasn't very long. Uh, and there was just a scene where the main... Girl just gets completely nude, and I'm like, "The fuck does this have to do with anything? Nothing. Yeah. It's just Nothing. like here, there you go. You get to yeah. see her naked There's body, boobs. top to bottom." And I was like, "Okay." So it's just the fact that he still goes with that, and he still does that, and it's mm-hmm. people still go with it because you'd feel like back in the 80s and 90s, you know, it was just like, "Well, it's mm-hmm. expected," and today right. we can say no. Uh, but yet there's, and I'm not saying that there aren't women who, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel like they would, they're, they're doing what they want to do, you know? Yeah. So you that's what I'm hoping. There. I'm hoping yeah. that there's never been a situation with Charles Band where he's, because these movies well, did. never, who knows. <laughs> and again, yeah. I don't, I'm not making any assumptions. I don't, I don't know shit about the man. I've never heard a bad thing about the man. So sure, that's. There's no reason to put that out there unless you have. Yeah. Right. So my, my hope is that he has never pressured a woman into doing something she's uncomfortable with. 
if mm-hmm. every woman who took her Hopefully top off. Hopefully it was off, just up front in the audition that it came with nudity. So when they were auditioning, they already knew yeah, that. Yeah, with, with these particular. today they do that. I don't know if they did that 30 years ago. Yeah. Years ago, but I feel like you kind of had to agree to it, I sure, hope. Sure, sure, so, sure. Yeah. I mean, I know that there are no nudity clauses in movie contracts and stuff like that. And and his company, I mean, it's almost a given. Like You look at it and be like, oh, I see the kind of movies you produce. You're going to want me to do this? Okay. So yeah. I, I'm aware of what I'm getting into. Exactly. Yeah. Fair enough. And I think that that's absolutely, you know, you, you know what you signed up for. Now, if you don't want to do it, there's the door. Yeah, but just don't do it, yeah. I just, I hope that there's never been an instance where he forced anyone into it. Sure. But, Always yeah, the it's... hope. Always the hope. That it was willing participants. Sure, sure, sure. But, yeah, I just, you know, it wasn't a whole hell of a lot to, to get around to just those two games. I just thought it would be mm-hmm. fun to kind of look at it and be like, oh, look at that. Wizard video is actually yeah. Full Moon Entertainment. Bye. Like, those sounded familiar. So, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, so, I mean, like I said, the man's still out there doing his thing. Franchises are are what they are. Good right. on him. You know, right. they they did. They affected me in my, my youth, uh, how I kind of viewed certain movies. I, I remember writing movie ideas. Uh, that's mm-hmm. what I'll call them. I, you know, scripted them out and everything and drew, uh, what do you it's... call them? No, not, well, I did do boobs. <laughs> uh, but what do you call them? Uh. I mean, I would say it's like, like a, a comic storyboard. St- storyboard, yeah. I, it yeah. was like done in a comic style, but it would be a storyboard. Sure. For I, these... I worked with a director who actually did that too as part of their prep and yeah. during rehearsal would show us their storyboard. And I was like, oh, okay. You know? I mean, they weren't very good drawings because I wasn't like a talented artist at well, the time. Well, they didn't need to be. You're jotting an idea, it's right, not a cartoon. Right. <laughs> Don't but go no. Crazy. There were, there were several ideas that I had that I actually scripted out from beginning to end storyboarding and they were they were these type of ideas these cheap Mm -hmm. goofy like there was one about killer leeches and that's that's all it was i feel that was made a movie yeah probably don't we have that probably but they're like giant (laughs) mutated killer leeches that just like swarmed everybody and i just you know that was my thing that Uh was the story and i this was why (laughs) you know For whatever reason, that inspired me. These movies inspired me. So mm-hmm. I don't want to hear a bad thing about the man. And, you know, I worry every day that some story is going to come out and you're going to have an actor say he forced himself upon me like fat-ass Weinstein. And so horrible that you got to think about that. <sighs> so yeah. hopefully not. I don't know. I never trust anything from, like, 80s, 90s, way even earlier. Um, I just unfortunately assumed they all went through it unfortunately yeah. mm-hmm. because those were the times it was okay I not okay but I'm no just no like, no you know what i mean like, yeah, yeah that was just what we did yeah well it was just the times man we can't right, help you it. just gotta get with the times yeah i mean like, you know racism was a thing back in the 50s we just kind of did with it you know it's like okay it's okay we just rolled with it. What, it what remind me what did sean connery do again <laughs> yeah that's my joke <laughs> i just give him a little slap so yeah there's there's my little story hopefully i'll have a a more uh, fleshed out idea for you next week because i've got two good ones that i'd really love to share and i'm hoping Ooh, that i yeah. can get them i can get them done so get some spoopy stuff in there right yeah. so go for, for spoopy perfect season. for for the the holiday excellent well all right then i think
think that's our show. Yeah. You can hit us up sometime on Twitter at Super Mega Crash or go to Instagram to view the weekly icon art Stephen puts his time and love into. Or I guess get rid of Dude, who keeps advertising. Yeah, don't promote <laughs> reality records on my shit anymore. Okay. Stop. There you go. Help push that comment down. Um, you can also send an email to supermegacrash at gmail.com. And you could support the show by liking and leaving reviews on your preferred podcast app or even going to patreon.com forward slash pencil and paper productions. Or if you want just even more entertainment, go over to youtube.com forward slash pencil and paper productions for more. And we're getting great at Discord. I think we're I think we're nailing it. I think we're I think we're doing good. I think we're nailing it. I think you should come in though and uh, mm-hmm. join in our tomfoolery and make us better. Um, which the link is in the description down below. Mm-hmm. So thank you for listening. I am Lacia Finley. I am Stephen White. And you could join us again next time, Super Mega Crash siblings. But mm, until then, game on. This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.